welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 81 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks for joining me. All right, we are talking about neutral today. Now, before you run away in boredom and think, how could neutral be? Interesting, what I'm going to show you is how neutral can be the most powerful emotional position you can be in and intentionally keep yourself in during long-term weight loss. Neutral is good. Neutral is not boring. Neutral can get you to your goals. We're going to talk about that today. But first, if you are struggling with stress or binge eating, make sure you've checked out my free online course. It's fantastic. It's packed with really good information. You get three weeks of video content with supportive follow-up emails plus a workbook all for free. Head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash time-saving tips, all one word. Or if you're not on your um, phone connected to the browser, you can just text to one 969 5300 and you text the word time saving tips all one word and then it'll get delivered to your email. Uh, I highly encourage you to check it out if you haven't had a chance to yet. I'm quite proud of it and I'm getting really good feedback from people that have gone through it. All right so this week my stress eating SOS group started just yesterday. I'm recording this a week ahead of when it'll be released. Uh, And so we had our first group coaching call last night. It was super fun. And I'm really excited about this program and the great uh, group of women physicians that I've got in it. Uh, And we're going to work on stress eating and we're going to figure it out and give them really good lasting skills, which I'm really excited about. Uh, If you missed out, if you're listening to this and you're like, what? How did I miss that? Uh, you can get on the wait list. I don't know when I'm going to do another one, but if you head over to Weight Solutions for Physicians forward slash, or sorry, .ca forward slash SOS, uh, you can add yourself to the wait list and then I'll let you know when I do plan another group uh, so that you can get in right away. So who else can't believe that it is June already? By the time you listen to this, it will actually be June. Right now it's like next week is June. And I'm finding it really hard to believe. Plus, this morning when I got up, it was below zero. We had frost last night, which isn't unheard of. We Usually we can have frost into the first week of June here. Uh, but it feels a little unfair when it happens. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but it's beautiful. And so I'm trying to enjoy the um, sun that we when we have it and get outside as much as possible. We have a new puppy. He's three months old. He's a lab puppy. And so this morning... Uh, before the kids started their schoolwork, uh, we went out and all went for a walk with him where he's learning how to walk on the leash. Uh, so it was quite cute going for a walk with a cute little puppy and then three kids trying to teach him to walk on a leash. Uh, but it was a nice start to my morning. Okay, let's talk about neutrality. So 
when we're talking in terms of the thought model that I talk about, um, so circumstances, the situations we're in are always neutral. However, how we think about them, the thoughts we have about certain circumstances usually give it a negative or positive standpoint or a negative or positive emotion. Uh, so I'm not talking today so much about the neutrality of circumstances. What I want to talk about is the power of having a neutral feeling emotion uh, in relation to certain circumstances in your weight loss. So we often, it's really easy when we're dealing with weight loss to be really black and white and things are either good or bad. They're going well or they're not working. Uh, And so we either have positive or negative emotions very easily when it comes to weight loss. However, what I'm going to show you in this uh, podcast episode is that sometimes I think we all would agree we can trip ourselves up when we have the negative emotions. But what you might not see is that you can actually trip yourself up when you have overly positive emotions too. And so sometimes the best place and the most consistent, stable place to try to be when you're working on a long-term weight loss journey is actually feeling neutral about different situations. And that's, you know, feeling neutral about the process Like we often have very strongly positive or negative thoughts about what we have to go through to lose weight. If you can feel neutral about that, uh, it makes it a lot easier to keep going. Feeling neutral about the food, feeling neutral about what your body does, what your body has done in the past. All of those things actually benefit from thinking more in neutral terms. So feeling neutral about them lets you just keep going basically. Uh, The way I look at it is overly positive or negative emotions when it comes to weight loss often create barriers for us versus if we think in uh, and feel neutrally about things, it kind of takes some of those barriers away and lets us just keep plugging. And really long-term weight loss, if we're wanting to lose weight, but then also keep it off, it takes a lot of plugging. It takes a lot of keeping going, even when you don't have all the signs that it's going to work perfectly this time. Even when maybe it's not working perfectly this time, long-term weight management takes just keeping going Uh, and going through. Sometimes it might feel like more work than what you would like. And again, if you feel that way, it's going to be hard to do it versus if you just feel neutral that this is just the way it is and this is just the amount of work it takes it's going to be easier to continue working on it and just continue being consistency. Sorry, continue being consistent. And like what I've talked about before, consistent is a really uh, powerful place to be too. Perfection doesn't really get you very far. Consistency day in, day out is what's going to get you to your goals. And feeling neutral helps you be consistent. They go hand in hand. All right, let's talk about specific situations in a weight loss journey where neutral becomes really powerful and where feeling neutral puts you in your best position to continue to move forward. So number one, food. In general, when we're trying to lose weight, food is decidedly not neutral. It does not feel neutral to us. And it feels either positive in that there's foods that we really wish we could eat and they're so enticing and it would be so great to be able to eat them. Um, Or maybe it feels positive in that like, look how good I've been. Look at this, all this 
food that's on my plan that I've eaten and I've been so good. Or it can be negative in that, you know, this food on my plan is horrible and I can't believe I'm going to have to eat this the rest of my life type thoughts make you feel pretty bad. Or I can't believe I ate that and why did I do that again? Those thoughts about food that you've already eaten. All of those create more negative emotions. Now, if we look at those from either side, so if you look at the negative emotion ones where if you're looking at the food that you're choosing to eat as part of your weight management plan, and if you're thinking, oh, I don't want to eat this, I want something better, this is horrible, this is too restrictive, that's going to generate an emotion of being restricted or deprivation or something similar. And what happens when you feel restricted or deprived? What are your actions like? almost universally, your actions probably are going to be that you are more likely to eat off your plan. Because why would you? Our brains don't like to be deprived. Our brains don't like restriction. Why would you continue to restrict and be deprived from a brain standpoint? At some point, it's going to say no more. I've had enough deprivation. Let's let go of that. Now, the important thing to know is that that deprivation is not coming from the food itself. The deprivation is coming from your thoughts about the food. Um, on the flip side, if you're having those positive emotions, like look how good I've been and I've been so careful, the positive emotion state with regards to, uh, you know, trying to watch what you're eating to lose weight, again, often ends up with actions of being more likely to eat off plan because then you can have thoughts about, I've been so good, I deserve it, or this time won't, won't matter, this won't hurt those types of thoughts, and then you end up eating off plan. So both positive and negative can end up with you eating off plan. That's a really important piece here. Now, if you could think neutrally, so if you had thoughts about the food you were choosing to eat that makes you feel neither positive nor negative, what that then puts you in a place is a very easy place to just continue making choices in the direction of your goals. So if you don't have those positive negative overlays with what you plan on eating or what you've already eaten, then it just becomes about the next choice. And you're not laying on all these predictions of what it's going to be like to keep making this choice for the rest of your life. You're not laying all the predictions on what it means that you made different choices earlier in the day. You're just focused on making this next choice. And so for food, I really like uh, for a neutral just using a thought like, this is a choice. I make choices. And really with food as much as possible, coming back to the idea and the concept that it's always a choice, no matter how out of control you may feel, it's a choice. And if you own that choice, you hold more power. If you accept the stories and the thoughts that your brain have about not being able to control yourself and Um, certain foods having higher pull over you, what that ends up doing is that you give the power to the food and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So then, yeah, you don't have control over it uh, because you've given it away versus if no matter what you eat, if it's always just a choice, I made a choice to eat that. If you eat something because you feel really crummy emotionally, if you recognize that and go, you know what, I made a choice to eat ice cream because I felt really sad today, that puts you in such a better position to make different choices the next time you have an opportunity to. So for food, the thought that I like that gives more of a neutral feeling is that was a choice. 
Or sometimes we add on that was a choice and I'm allowed to make choices. And you can apply that to if you ate a salad, that was a choice. If you ate fast food, that was a choice. Um, And both of them give you much more neutral feeling than what we might think on default for those situations. All right, the second situation where I think generating neutral emotions uh, are powerful is the scale. Or we could lump in clothing size with this too. So when we step on the scale, how many of you feel neutral about the number that you see? My guess is probably none of you are raising your hands right now because we're trained that that number is not neutral. That number is either good or bad. And that number is a measure of whether we're succeeding or failing. Now, same thing with the food. If we step on the scale, we see a number that we don't like and we feel negative about it. We feel failure. What are our actions going to be like? You're probably going to be less likely to follow the food plan that you laid out for yourself for that day. You're going to be more likely to say yes to food opportunities that present themselves to you um, because of that negative emotion and what you are thinking about that scale number. Now, if you step on the scale and it has a number that you're really happy with, where you're like, whoa, this is working and you feel really positive, again, for a lot of people, that then creates a tripping hazard because then your brain goes, we're doing so good, we we deserve this. Uh, We can have a little bit. Uh, things like that. So either side, positive or negative, can trip you up. The better place to be is neutral. You want to feel neutral about that number. You want to recognize what that number is and isn't. So that number is a a data point. It is a measure of your gravitational pull on earth. It does not define success or failure. It does not define you as an individual. And a good... um, kind of evidence to show you this is if you think of your weight history over your life, there have been times where the same number has been something positive for you. And there's been times where that same number has been something negative. So it's not the number that defines positive or negative. It's our thoughts about it. So what I like to think, a thought I suggest using for scale to make you feel more neutral is that's a data, that's a data point. That's just data. That's just a number. Um, Things like that, where it just puts it back to uh, you're just measuring something to understand what's happening over the long term. Uh, Again, it takes some of that power down from that scale number to change your, your activities and your actions. And it holds the power in what you do based on what you're wanting for yourself long term and what your long term goals are. So scale, work on trying to feel neutral about the scale. Now, I know a lot of you listening to this are going to be like, I can't do that. (laughs) That is too hard to do. But you know what? Sometimes feeling neutral about it is easier than trying to get yourself to feel positive. So sometimes we think, okay, I shouldn't beat myself up about this, so I'm going to try and feel good about it. But that can be actually a really hard place to go. Uh, You might have more success if you think in terms of, just getting yourself slightly more neutral feeling about the scale number. And that brings us to number three, which is body image. Again, a place where a lot of you probably are going to have difficulties thinking neutrally. Um, And it may feel like your body is not neutral. It may feel like whatever size it is or the shape of it or where it holds its weight, where its stretch marks are, all those things may feel really not neutral. Um, And again, if we look at it, 
And if we look at negative body image, how that affects us, if you're feeling really, if you're having really tough thoughts about your body and you're feeling really negative about your body, what are your actions going to be like? How likely are you going to be to do things that you know take care of your body from a place of self-love? Probably not very. If you're feeling really negative about your body, you're far more likely to do like really restrictive things and things from a place of just needing to fix this body that you're not very happy with. So neutral can be a good shifting ground for body image. Uh, For a lot of people I work with, the idea of actually thinking nice things about their body feels so incredibly difficult that they can't even go there. So then if we just shift just slightly more neutral or just shift slightly less negative in how we're thinking about our bodies so that our feelings about our bodies are just a little less negative. Again, it puts us in a better position to take the loving action to take care of our body and to try to reach our long-term goals. So for bodies, I like um, just something very factual that your brain can't argue with. So I have a body. Um, This is my body. My body has legs. Uh, My body has a stomach. Things like that that are just very factual but are neutral when you say them. It's not my body has a too big and flabby stomach because that's not going to feel neutral, right? It's just my body has a stomach. Um, And then when you feel more neutral, it makes it easier to take actions that care for your body. And I've talked about this before, but with body image stuff, you don't want to wait till you lose weight to like your body. That won't work. If your brain is used to finding negative stuff about your body now, it will find it at any weight that you end up, any size, your body, your brain will find new negatives to look at and obsess over. So the time to start actually working on this and liking yourself is right now while you're working on losing weight, maybe before you've lost weight, uh, it will put you in a better place as you go through this long-term journey. Number four is beliefs about weight loss. So again, when we think about what our beliefs are around our ability to lose weight and keep it off, usually they're not uh, neutral. (laughs) They're usually often negative, you know, or maybe we believe we can lose weight, but we have a belief that we can't keep it off and that feels very negative. And if you can get to positive, um, and I did episode number 50 was about really powerful beliefs, and you might want to listen to that. If you can find positive beliefs that are believable to you and that really kind of fire you up, then that's fantastic. You can use those, no problem. The issue is if you've had a long uh, up and down road with trying to lose weight, thinking positively about your ability to lose weight may not actually feel within reach. It might not feel believable. So then again, neutral can be a really powerful place to be. So uh, if you're, what we often do is when we think about losing weight and we think about following a diet plan, our brain then goes back into our past and looks for evidence of our ability to do that and how we've done it in the past. And if you have a history of losing weight and then regaining it, what your brain's going to do is show you that and say, hey, look, yeah, so yeah, you lose weight, but you can't keep it off. You never can keep it off and use that evidence, which then feels very negative. And if you stick in that mindset, it's going to be really hard to keep going for the long haul, because as soon as you hit an obstacle on the path, which there will be obstacles, there are always obstacles. 
But if you're in that mindset, as soon as you hit a negative obstacle on the path, your brain will use that as evidence that, look, we're not going to be able to do it just like we haven't been able to do it all these other times. And it will sabotage you and you'll end up stopping. So thinking a neutral thought that lets you step away from that and disregard your past evidence, I think can be very powerful. And the thought I used personally, and I still use when I hit a rougher patch, um, like what I talked about when I developed all the back pain this spring, um, is I'm just figuring this out. I'm going to keep figuring this out. And for me, that feels quite neutral, maybe slightly positive, maybe a little bit of hope. Uh, But it lets me disregard any past evidence my brain's trying to use against me. And so thinking along the lines of just figuring it out, I'm just going to keep going no matter what, those types of thoughts uh, can give you more of that neutral uh, feeling that lets you continue to be consistent and continue to keep building that consistency over the long term, which is really what matters. So to summarize, we've talked about four different situations where feeling neutral about them is actually a very powerful place to be and can be either more of an easy place to get to than feeling positive, or it may actually be better than feeling positive because sometimes positive trips you up too. What I want you to do is think to yourself, okay, what are some thoughts that I can use in areas to feel more neutral about this process. So maybe ask yourself, what are some areas that I could use this? Where would it be helpful for me to feel more neutral about uh, how I'm eating, what I have to do to lose weight, what my body does, how my body loses weight, all those things. And then what thoughts will work for me that feel more neutral than what I'm currently thinking? And then you just have to practice them. You have to create a routine where you remember to practice them. And either that might be writing it down every day. Maybe it's, um, just thinking through it, maybe it's cueing yourself with something else you do in the day, like while you brush your teeth, you practice the thought. Um, And it's just practicing over and over again, because essentially, it's reprogramming your brain from the thoughts that are just knee jerk reflex type thoughts that aren't helping you and programming them with intentional ones that are helpful. All right, send me any questions to info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. I love to hear from you guys. Uh, wherever you're listening, remember to hit subscribe so you get all the latest episodes. And if you could share this podcast with somebody that you think would benefit from it, I would totally appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you later. Bye.